your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. I do mean everyone. Welcome to Special Presentation with Mike and Ethan, or... Elf will not be seen tonight. Uh, it's good to see so many of you today. Oh my, there certainly are a lot of you. I think it has something to do with the uh, tremendous psychic damage that Mike willfully uh, inflicted on himself last week. <laughs> yes, I decided to read uh, the entire 22 history yeah sorry 22 year history of the webcomic sinfest within a week it was an experience <laughs> um mike informs me that the Sin- sinfest is very well known i i had never heard of it before this i'd never seen it before if you'd asked me what the most popular webcomic in 2000 was i'd have been like oh, i don't know sluggy freelance I mean, that's a good guess. Sluggy Freelance was definitely very big at the time. Melon Pool? I don't know. Oh, wow. Uh, it's like I'm going to... That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Uh. <laughs> um, I'll say this. Uh, Sinfest was probably... Uh, may- maybe not the most popular comic of its day, but pro- but definitely among them. And I think it was one of the... Uh, it was a comic that it was assumed that it would go on to bigger and better things. Um, I think if, if you spent a lot of time in the early aughts webcomic world in the forums of keen space or drunk duck, uh, there's a lot of chatter wondering which webcomic would be the first to like bust out of the webcomic ghetto and get an actual newspaper syndication deal. And, you know, there are a few, like uh, people would, suggest like you know ozzy and millie might be a candidate for that Hmm. or um diesel sweeties which actually uh both of those comics actually did get syndication deals oh they did oh Um, i didn't know that i was gonna say i was gonna say i can't believe it took 20 years for ray the doe to break this and this barrier no no um diesel sweeties actually did get some sort of deal i think they were probably in alternative weeklies though rather than dailies. i don't know that's cheating yeah, um, uh, and actually, Ozzy and Millie did not. I, I was misspoke. It was Dana Simpson's next comic, uh, Phoebe and Her Unicorn, which was syndicated. Oh, um, okay. So, so technically, I'm not sure which was the first. Uh, maybe the Raven Doe. Is she the one that I had the argument about the 50s with on Twitter? I forget. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> Why <laughs> are you arguing involved about a with unicorns? <laughs> we were arguing <laughs> about whether the 80s was about 60s nostalgia or 50s nostalgia. Well, clearly the 50s. Yeah, that's what, what I did, said. But she was like, no, no, well, it's the yeah. 60s. That's insane. I, that's what a crazy person would think. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be, I'm being ableist now. But whatever. Anyway, my point is, no, no. 80s was all 50s nostalgia. That is just good common sense. Um, but uh, anyway, Sinfest, uh, it was definitely one that got, the name got bandied out around a lot as one that would probably be one of the first ones to really make it big. And, you know, the reason for it, I think, is Sinfest, um, it was very professional looking. 
Um, it's very clean art. It had the four panel layout, as you'd expect from a newspaper comic. It was updated daily, and um, it had this very, at the time, very fresh, new, but also very hot kind of anime look. Like, um, obviously, when you read it, there was a lot more influence, I think, from Bloom County and Calvin and Hobbes, you know, classic newspaper strips. But there's a little bit of anime in it, which was just getting hot around, you know, the turn of the century. Um, kind of like the Boondocks. Yes, actually, the Boondocks was big in the papers at the time. So I wonder, looking back on Sinfest, if part part of, you know, um, uh, Tatsuya Ishida, I think is his Tatsuya name. Tatsuya Ishida, yes. Thank you. Uh, I think maybe part of his, you know, um, his uh, vibe was inspired by the Boondocks, and he he thought maybe he, since the Boondocks had a syndication deal, he might be able to ride those coattails. Um, now, early on, he did have a little counter on his website listing how many times he had been rejected for syndication. So, you know, his ambitions were pretty much, you know, um, known about that. Um, now. The actual Sinfest comic. Now, Ethan, I have talked about Sinfest on previous episodes, and apparently you thought I was talking about a completely different comic. Yeah, I, I remember saying Sinfest. Which one is that? And you were like, oh, yeah, it's the one with like uh, angels and devils. And there's a little stubby guy. And I, was, and I was like, oh, I know the one you mean. Turns out I was thinking of Rice Boy the whole time. <laughs> so uh so ethan before seeing this thread i did on twitter you've never actually seen sinfest no i i mean i knew the name basically from your lips alone so i really don't wow. think this was quite as popular as you think it was but then I again, mean, maybe but then again maybe i'll just read that comic by uh by oh darn what's her name may dean the the creator of real life comics that was actually showing uh showing her actually the time she actually met him so, and yeah, everyone was like, yeah. Ooh, the mysterious person is here. Yeah. I mean, I think he was, you know, maybe, maybe he was just big in the web comic world. And if you weren't like super plugged in, well, I don't know, Ethan, I think we were both kind of web comics people at that time. Yeah. You, you were doing a web comic long before I was, when did you start your first one? Uh, probably I think in 99 is when I started my first one. Dad, um, yo, no, I didn't, I didn't have anything like that in 99 and 97. I had a, uh, not exactly web comic so much as just a, a assemblage of, uh, fiction by myself and a bunch of friends for our kind hmm. of, for our kind of fictitious God sonas, the lesser known gods we called ourselves. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so so there was there was that, but there was very little actual comics going on on that. I didn't start an actual comic of my own until 2006 when I started Panic High School, and that ran for only six months because I tried to do what uh, Tatsuya Ishida does and have a new comic every day, and uh, that wears on you. Damn. Oh, yeah, l let me tell you. Um, all right, so I guess I was I was uh, in the web comic world a little before you. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd say so, but. Yeah, but anyway, so Sinfest was was a known was very known, and uh, the basic premise is it is a comic about a little guy with uh, uh, blonde spiky hair like Calvin. He wears sunglasses. His name is Slick, and he's kind of a he's kind of a, a ladies' man who thinks he's a lot more suave than he really is. Uh, a lot of the humor was him kind of striking out with the ladies, but still being, you know, outrageously confident in his own abilities. Uh, you know, that was kind of, kind of a gimmick you get a lot, I think, at the time, because like early 2000s was 
you know, years of South Park and the man show. Um, yeah. You know, on the internet, I think we had like Maddox and his manliness dictionary and that sort yeah. of thing. So this, this kind of, rule. yeah, you know, this kind of fakey joke machismo, yeah. which is like, it's kind of a joke, but it's also kind of not, you know what I mean? Also shout out to the Onion Navy Club Zodiac motherfucker. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so that sort of thing. Um, now they, uh, um, and also other characters in the comic included, uh, Squiggly who, or, uh, or Squiggles, I, I forget his actual name. He's a pig who was he's also, yeah, he's a pig. He's, I had no idea he, what he was. Yeah. Over the years, he looks more and more just like a kind of a gremlin or something, but, <laughs> uh, he is a pig. And I think the original concept was that he was basically the, a chauvinist pig. So he was basically oh. like a less refined version of Slick. He was like, you know, oh like my Slick was God, kind of, do you think he's the inspiration for Spanky Ham? Oh, shit. You know, um, oh, my God, because <laughs> Spanky Ham was supposed to be an Internet cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, all the, ostensibly a Flash one, though. He was supposed to be like the host of this uh, of this uh, adult uh, website. So not quite, but I feel like they, they got some of that in there. Or maybe it was just, you know, an, a really easy thing to uh, come by. I mean, I guess the idea of like, oh, a chauvinist will make him a pig. Okay, I mean, I, I guess that kind of is isn't that much of a leap, but um, yeah, there was yeah, a, no, squid- there was a board game called Chauvinist Pigs. Oh, was it any good? Uh, I never played it, but I but you had like a male pig and a female pig piggy bank, and you were trying to give you trying to win tokens from one another by uh, by challenging each other on uh, on assumptions. Uh, this was you know, the old days of gender essentialist board games. Uh, how the times have changed. Um, yeah, where's the no, envy so Squ- pig? Yeah, where's the gender fluid pig? <laughs> so yeah, Squiggly is basically like he's like Slick, except he's he he strikes out more, and he mostly talk. He he likes to read porn and eat nachos, and you know he's kind of like that sort of you know a, a, a less couth. Um, and who else do we have? There's Monique, who is the girl. Uh, Standard webcomic thing. You always have the girl. Um, yeah. Do you need to know and, anything else about her? <laughs> eh, not really. She's kind of like early on. She, she talked about being, she kept described herself as a tramp and proud of it. Uh, so she was kind of one of these, this, this, this early aughts, uh, specific early aughts type of, uh, female character, which was both, you know, like, um, uh, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm a strong, independent woman who's also intelligent. So don't call me doll. You know yeah. that sort of thing. But at the same time, I also like, oh, I also enjoy being ogled because it makes me empowered. You know, like that kind of dichotomy thing. I am rebelling um, against my horny government creators and fighting crime my own sassy way. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you know, and I make fun of this now, but what happened later is so much worse. Yeah. Um, so for the first uh, decade of its life, that is pretty much what Sinfest was. It's just this gag a day comic, mostly about like, um, you know, uh, oh, uh, you know, women, they're hard to understand and men like sex. Um, there were there were several uh, arcs. Where oh I'm sorry I'm forgetting some of the most important characters of all we also had God and the Devil in this comic uh, God would be like just in the clouds doing hand puppets to make fun of everyone yeah, that was God kind of never his bit. appears as anything but a puppet being performed yeah performing something 
Yeah. And the devil has a little like Lucy lemonade stand where he's always trying to sell something in exchange for his soul. And the devil is like, he's a, he's a little, he looks like a little devil in Tabasco jar, just in a little, in a little three piece, little uh, yeah. dapper double breasted suit. The devil ham um, devil. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, so that's, that's your cast and that's what they did for the first 11 years of this, this comic. Um, and now, now I what have I was to ask, mm-hmm. you know, okay, let's say I'm the, uh, let's say I'm the executive and you're trying to sell me on Sinfest. What's it about? Okay. So what is, what it is about is, uh, it is about Tatsuya Ishida coming to terms with his love for pornography and because and squaring that with his incredibly repressive christian worldview because uh even though it's like the first 11 years it's all like jokes that is the recurring theme is uh because there are many arcs where slick and or squiggly attempt to give up pornography um this is a recurring thing and and they're also uh, always the devil's always trying to like lure them into you know uh selling their souls i i guess for uh you know earthly goods and carnal pleasures yeah um, i described it to some friends as they asked me what it was about and i said basically every year the same thing happens in the strip someone decides to quit porn backslides and fails someone decides to quit being a sex worker and the world turns against her and then there's a giant robot fight Yes. Now, in the early years, we didn't get the robot fight yet, but yeah, that, but that became a yearly thing in the the le- the later the latter half. Yes. Now, what's what's important is uh, for the first first eleven years, like I said, it's a pretty standard uh, gagaday comic. Although there are these undercurrents of like um, you know a, a weird obsession with pornography, as well as this this very uh, the way Christian like there there's their spirituality and religion are, are a focus of the comic because we do have Buddha appearing. We do have Jesus walking around, but they're in a very kind of jokey way that early web comics did, you know, like, Hey, yeah. it's Jesus, but he, he's like a bro. He stands around and says sup, you know, like things like that. Um, and, he, and he thought he was going to sell this to a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> did not turn out. Wonder why. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, um, so, so even though it's very treated in a very jokey way, it's it. The more long this goes on, I think the more obvious it is that like uh, Tatsuya had was probably raised um, at least uh, at least kind of liberal Christian. You know, the fact that we do see Buddha and the dra- a dragon, which represents generic Eastern religion in the comic as well, kind of makes me think, oh, he's doing the spiritual but not religious thing. Yeah, um, he's he he thinks. He thinks there's room for all of them, but at the same time, Jesus is the real big one. Yes. Now, in later years, um, Buddha and the dragon almost completely disappear. In fact, Jesus actually disappears uh, pretty much as well. Yeah. And it I wonder really if, that focuses- was a, uh, if that was a little uh, nod to uh, the newspapers. Like, you know, cartoon devils are one thing, but there's no cartoon Jesus in the, in the paper. Yeah. I mean, the devil will really take center stage in later years, although he changes character substantially. Um, I, I, in the thread I described, he starts out as like a Lucy lemonade stand, kind of like, you know, almost like a little like, uh, Oh, slick city from the, you know, slick city, slitty from the big city type huckster. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And in later years, he just becomes uh, Shinji's dad from Neon Genesis Evangelion. He just sits in a big room and stares at like a room, b- bunch of monitors on a wall, uh, where, well, you know, all day. Um, because it, it become, I'll just say this. So, so the big change in Sinfest is in 2011, uh, Tetsuya Ishida becomes radicalized into, of all things, second wave feminism and, uh, dedicates the comic entirely to destroying the porn industry and, uh, and uh, abolishing sex work that becomes his singular focus uh, overnight it seems it's um Good like i said they already were... had the name yeah i know it, it worked out perfectly that way didn't it um i mean like i said you could see inklings of this early on because he obviously did have some discomfort with porn but uh, and, and my theory was like, look, obviously he was try- he had some discomfort with porn. Uh, he, his Christian worldview was not giving him the, uh, cognitive congruence that he needed to, to deal with that. But second wave feminism gave it to him and he was able to, uh, <clears throat> I think what it was this early on, he was trying to quit porn, but Christianity wasn't a big enough motivation no. when he got to second wave feminism and he could say pornography, exploits women that was a big enough motivation for him to do what he always wanted to do from the first place which was stop spanking it um now uh it it special presentation does not advocate stopping spanking it no (laughs) i am not that much of a hypocrite Um, in fact, once i read this comic i think it's more important than ever to to spank it because we have found I mean, what backup does to your brain. Ooh, yeah, not pretty. Yeah, no, no. I mean, think about it. Uh, there's probably a reason why uh, NoFap is such a big tenant of the fucking Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't do any doesn't do you any good. Not not to like spill your seed on the ground. So mm-hmm. do it. I mean, you need to clean those pipes, or else it'll back up into your brain, mm-hmm. and, and and you don't want cum brain. It's the worst thing. <laughs> that's that's the uh, medical term for it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know I went to the doctor oh, once, and I was born. like, yeah, <laughs> I went to the doctor, and I was like, doctor, I was just thinking that, like, I was, I was just thinking of becoming like a, a swerf and a turf, and he's like, do you need to jerk off more? <laughs> That'll fix that. But doctor, um, I am a jerk off. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now I think that actually um, that that uh, did give a bit of a a um, a hint for what ha- was c- is still to come in Sinfest because uh, the other shoe was still to drop. In 2011, he went swerf, sex worker, exclusionary, radical feminist. Uh, there are a lot of changes in the comic at that point, um, and we'll probably talk about those. Uh, but in 2019, overnight, again, there's another transformation, and uh, Tetsuya comes out as as a TERF, a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And his... Oh, sorry? Yeah, just, I mean, it, we were... We were hanging on to every word you said as you did this. Like, where's the, where's the turf turn? Where do you see it happen? Where do you see the seeds of it? And there were no seeds. It's just like, what? Now I am. Now I hate trans people. 
yeah, it was just on a dime. Um, now, I even though I have been aware of Sinfest for years, I have never been a regular reader. And in the last few years, I've mostly been aware of it when occasionally comics will pass my Twitter feed while people just like making fun of them. So I knew that he was a swerf in a turf before I started this venture last week. Um, I did not know when the turn happened. And I had assumed actually that he had been a turf for much longer than he really was. I didn't realize that it was only in 2019 that this happened, which coincidentally I think is kind of when the tipping point happened and the entire world just decided that trans people are, you know, the, the, the new thing that is going to destroy Western civilization you know, we don't know what I mean. Well, yeah, I certain think people. I think uh, it has something to do with uh, it having been long enough with since Obergefell versus Hodges that uh, people just took it for granted that it was okay to be gay, and they're like, "Okay, shit, we got to start with an easier target." Yeah, yeah. I think 2019 is the same year also that J.K. Rowling uh, kind of went mask off as well. So uh, big year for transphobia. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like, like I said, this, this was, uh, overnight, um, before he started his turf turn, um, Tatsuya had never mentioned trans people at all. I think there's one or two times that he had mentioned being pro LGBTQ. Um, but I think there were a lot of times before that, that he had been, uh, pro, uh, they had been, uh, you know, pro, uh, gender nonconforming. Yes. So there's a lot of strips, um, even in the Swerf years, where he seems to be very pro-gender uh, nonconforming. Uh, the character Squiggly especially cross-dresses a lot uh, before the turf turn. Um, and there's even a, a recurring gag where there is a particular zone in the Sinfest world where there's like a sign that says trans zone. And if you walk into that, it switches your gender. Um, so... You know, it feels more but, just but, like jokes about Rule 63. Yeah. Like, the thing is, none of the... These were all things... None of the things he did were anything that I would have uh, paid much attention to without knowing, you know, without knowing what was to come. I would have just been like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a Rule 63 joke. I wouldn't have really thought much of it. Um, you know, in retrospect, you know, a lot of people have mentioned that these seem very eggy, which... You know, I mean, it's hard not to look at them as eggy, but again, I, I feel like hindsight's kind of twenty twenty, so it's you know, it's easy to over overstate these things. You know, I think and, I think it's more ego. He's waffling. Yes, um, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that, like, like you know, his portrayal of like uh, the gay character that comes in every so often. There is a minor gay character, yeah, and. It's for no reason. It's not part of the plot. Rarely has any gags involved. It's just like, I'm here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, um, I, it's not like the, as far as representation goes, it's basically, he comes in and does gay stereotypes. So it's, it's hard to describe. I, I looking at it, I feel like, I feel like this is not, it does not feel malicious to me when I read these, I read these as like a straight dude being like, I should put some representation in to show that I'm, I'm cool with the gays and I'm gently ribbing them to show that we are, we're pals. That's what it feels like. He's trying to do. Hmm. I, I don't know if it really succeeds, hmm. but I, I don't that feel it, like it works. It feels like, you know, this is the tokenism that everyone decries is like, look, see, there's a gay person. I'm not, I'm not a uh, homophobe. See, there's one right there. 
say hi. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think that it. Uh, I, I I don't think it communicated what I assume he was trying to communicate. Um, but you know the but yeah like there's that and then there's the um there's a few uh gender bending things like we said squiggly cross dresses a lot there's there's a there's a surprising amount of masculine uh dressed monique uh mm. in there as well like there's a quite a few where monique just try, is, goes mask and um and in fact actually one of the, probably the most interesting of strips is one where monique is dressed masculine and basically is like oh i'm going to I, I'm gonna hit on girls, and they all love it. And then Squiggly tries to do the same thing, and it fails. And he's all sad about it. And it feels like it's really saying like it's unfair that women are allowed to gender nonconform, but men are not. Mm, yeah. And um, and in some ways, uh, if you, I, I mean, again, I'm gonna, I'm this is this is complete speculation, um, but because the the turf term turn seems very odd but i almost wonder if like okay if 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 tatsuya was someone who is gender non-conforming male and resents trans people because the implication is that if you are a gender non-conforming male you are actually a trans woman that might explain partially explain uh why he suddenly hates them so much mm. um that's probably giving him too much credit is in the trying to figure out the actual psychology because more likely I think it is just because 2019 was the moment that that all the lunatics decided this was bad and he just followed suit with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so 2019, uh, that is when suddenly Sinfest, um, there's an, a bizarre arc where uh, one of the characters, um, Theo, who is a small chi- a child who is a fanboy of Tetsuo, Tatsuo, who is also a character in his own comic at this point, um, gets kidnapped by a, the government department of gender and put in a camp and uh, uh, forced to like act really manly or else they'll give him girl pills and force him to be a girl. It's very strange. Also, it turns out that it's all just a video game that Miko, another character, is playing, but also Theo is playing at the same time. And also, it's actually real. Um that's a recurring thing in Sinfest where things have their low. It's like, it's like a dream where things are multiple things at the same time. Yeah. You know, you go to see a movie and then you're the main character of the movie. And then something happens to the main character and you react in the theater. Yes. It's exactly like that. Um, which, which uh, again, kind of feeds into my theory that maybe he, he's just having a psychotic break. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he goes, uh, but, but he goes turf. Um, the comic becomes completely insane. Uh, it's, it's there layers upon layers of meaning in this thing. And by the end, uh, the final year, 2021, uh, tats, tats. Okay. The, the, the comic is at this point, it's, uh, it's swerf. It's turf. It's also QAnon. Uh, it's, it's, it, there's, there's uh, a very clear that he's, believes that there is an Illuminatus conspiracy between the government, uh, Twitter, social media, and uh, various other forces, including possibly the actual literal devil himself. Um, And their plan is to force everyone to be woke and to have too many pronouns and um, uh, also to, to take vaccines, which will possibly trans you. It's, it's very unclear. 
there's also fembots. There's like like girl robots running around, and in the final, oh sorry, I just I'm just you're, what you're hearing is the sound of my jaw sort of hanging open as I struggle to parse all this. Like, no, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm really not going, I, I'm giving just the broad strokes because uh, we would be here forever if we really tried to parse everything. The, um, the, I understand that I'm the kind of person that, uh, you know, gets lost on wikis for things. And, you know, this is just like, shut up. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. There's there's a lot going on, as the kids say. Um, but it, it does sort of, it does end uh, or at least uh, I, I read up to the comic uh, that was, th- I guess, yesterday. Um, and it ends with, uh, it looks like uh, Tats is now getting mad about uh, transhumanism. Uh, I, it looks like he believes now that there's a plot to turn us into literal robots. Um, and uh, also wish. something about, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, well, apparently that's a bad thing. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Um, he, to him it is, but and and also he starts talking about fiat currency. So I'm really waiting for the crypto. Uh, oh boy, know, can't wait for yeah, Sinfest NFTs. God, I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, they're had... right there in the they're right there in the name Sinfest. I mean, there you go. Um, he should because he's bleeding money on his Patreon. Apparently, becoming a swerf alienated almost his entire original audience, um, and so he uh, he he culled his forums, and um, and then when he became a turf, it alienated what few people remained. So he culled them again. Uh, so now he's got a forum that I believe is literally just one person. Um, <laughs> Which also, it's kind of insane that he has a forum in 2022. <laughs> yeah, by now everybody just has a Discord. Yeah, I was like, you ever forums? <laughs> go go on my go on go on AIM to talk about it. <laughs> How old is he by now? I mean, he went to college when he was in 1991, so he's probably like 54 or something. Yeah, I'd say um, he's got to be at least late 40s yeah uh, or, or to early mid 50s um it's it's oh, it yeah um and and, and yeah actually it's funny because i think did i mention he actually went to the same college i did that is funny yeah and people were like why didn't you hit him i was like uh, mike was 11 <laughs> yeah he went to uh he went there uh, a few years before me but very interesting thing which may or may not have been mentioned in the show before but when I was in college, I was a contemporary with another person who's become quite big in the webcomic world um, because I did a comic for the Daily Bruin, the same one that Tats did. I mean, the same newspaper that Tats No, you didn't do the same had. comic, yeah. We didn't do the same <laughs> comic. No, no. I had a web com- I had a comic called, uh, I think it was called Life and Lecture. Mm. Uh, I forget. Very, you know, college humor type, this sort of thing. The but kind of I had college it, I think, students. The kind of thing that the people who make college newspapers like to see in their college newspaper. Yeah, you know, because college kids look at it and be like, that's relatable. Um, So, uh, but I did a comic, I believe it was on Wednesdays, and I think it was on Thursdays, there was another comic called Checkerboard Nightmare by a guy called Chris Straub. Oh! Yeah, so you may have heard of that name. Um, I think he's he's gone on to do um, Chainsaw Suit, and uh, Brood Hollow, and also the Candle Cove, yep. uh, which is not a comic, but a creepypasta that got very big. 
Um, and and you know what? Um, I will. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, he has gotten a lot better since his college <laughs> newspaper days. <laughs> what would hope? I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. If you were still a cartoonist now, and people are like, "Man, you've really gone hill since down gone downhill since college." Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade because, like, my college comic was also just god awful because you know you're 18, you you do garbage at that age. Um, and his his college newspaper comic, I remember, was also pretty bad. But the the comics he did since then are very good. So uh, definitely, if you haven't, you should check out his modern work uh, like as opposed short- to, I guess. I like those short cartoons he made with Namco characters. Oh, I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, it's a, it was an official thing he did for Namco that was featuring some of their lesser-known characters beyond Pac-Man. So it had characters like Mappy and Dig Dug uh, going on adventures of their own. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, well, good good for him. That's cool. Um, also, I noticed that you know, the... Um, I'm sorry, the uh, I forget her name. The, the real-life comics... Uh, person oh may dean i think yeah may dean yeah in the comics that she linked where uh she apparently met uh tats at that at that webcomic yeah. meet chris Straub they was mentioned there too. Yeah. chris Straub was there too so um i i should maybe i should ping him and be like hey hey you know look tell me about tell me about your tats uh something you know you know me of course i was in the daily bruin at the same time and he is, <laughs> he is i i 100 guarantee that like he's not gonna remember isn't yeah i mean not not because i'm not important but i'm just saying i don't remember the comics that ran on any other day uh, of the Daily Bruin. I only remember his because he, you know, I mean, you know, che- you hear Checker for Nightbird. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a real comic now, you know? But uh, anyway, um, why, why was I talking about this? Uh, Daily Bruin? Br- something? Daily Bruin, Synthfest, uh, you know, just. I don't remember oh, how we yeah. got into this. Okay, go on. Yeah, so yeah, so the, basically, the point is, Sinfest has gone completely insane. It is, um, you know, it it's it's bringing it's it's the sort of thing where um, someone who's smarter than I am uh, tried analyzed it and and said that it is an example of something called the monocult, um, which yeah. seems to be. Uh, I, I didn't quite understand it myself because I have a very smooth brain, but it seems to be that like we're in a time when every um, every conspiracy and every fringe belief and every vaguely contrarian anti-authority uh, idea has kind of merged into this one blob. And it it when you're on the outside, it does not seem to make any sense because Tat seems to believe that like, um, you know, the, the police are simultaneously, you know, uh, uh, bad for beating, uh, beating people up, but also good for beating people up, you know? And he thinks that there's, I don't know, like that somehow January 6th involved both, um, uh, it's okay. January 6th, as you may recall, the, the, the thing happened that day. Yeah. Not this um, January 6th, the last one. No, no, the previous one. And it seemed to include, in, in Tat's mind, a a fight between uh, MAGA chuds and kind of uh, a vague conglomeration of vaguely kind of liberal leftist ideas uh, that he represented as uh, a weird Captain Woke type superhero uh, 
and also a bunch of bears with uh, like hammered sickles on their stomachs, like care bears. And they were fighting the like the QAnon shaman who it was very strange, but it seems to be that like he believed that it was kind of an apocalyptic battle between like Black Lives Matter, Antifa and, you know, uh, and general um, uh, queer um, knowledge or uh, existence and MAGA uh, alt-right, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't, and it's, it's very, it's weird to look at that and be like, yeah, that, that's not how it happened. It was just a bunch of MAGA guys stumbling into the building and getting tasered in their balls. But, um, obviously that's not how he sees it. Uh, I think because he is deep in conspiracy world, everything becomes an apocalyptic battle, you know, in the end times. Um, and he sees, he does seem to see the, like, you know, the merging of, uh, all power into like um, one hegemon, I guess, represented yeah. by the devil. Um, it's it's kind of confusing who he actually thinks is the villain, you know, because it's it seems to be the devil, but like, I mean, but also like America, it also, um, you know, the government, also corporations, also social media, which you know, are all, all, when you think about kind of bad things anyway. So I'm not, he's not, he's not always wrong. <laughs> Oh yeah, there are a few places where you were like, "Well, he's well, he's read about this. You can't blame him here." Yeah, I mean that is the thing. Is like early on Sinfest. I feel like it's even though there is always this kind of very conservative streak, this very religious streak. You could see him at least um, there. There's a lot of ideals that he has that I think would be uh, termed more progressive, possibly. Like we see that he does. He does seem. He does early on believe in the power of Occupy. He believes in Me Too. Uh, he believes in, you know, a, a lot big of... big uh, Obama oh, fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He really thought Obama would, would be the key to changing things. And, you know, maybe that's part of why he goes insane, is he sees continually the, you know, the failure of each of these movements. And at some point, you're just left with, like, you know, this idea that nothing can change and nothing nothing can can you know ever ever be different and you kind of just get like sucked into this um you know this this uh you know the idea of like what gives your life meaning now it's well the uh, the, the idea that like we're in the end times and um you know the illuminati control everything and um you know you you have i don't know it's it's a it's there's a there's a lot going on there. Anyway, Ethan, I've been talking a lot. What 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 did, what was your experience with Sinfest? Uh, <laughs> I have uh, pretty much the same. I have been uh, listening to listening to you, and you know, thankfully receiving your pre-digested commentary. And you know, I don't really have anything to argue with you about regarding Sinfest because it sounds like you know you went through you know. You went through the three days and nights in hell for us. So (laughs) if anyone knows about the sin fest, it's you. So yeah, no, instead I would like to start challenging you on this because for all of our new listeners who came for sin Sin fest content, here it is the way we do it because we are all about comic strips being adapted into other media and Sinfest has never been adapted into other media unless you count adapting the college comic into the webcomic. And I don't think that went very well. I mean, it went, it went okay at first. I wouldn't say that it's, I didn't say that it was a vast improvement. 
Maybe it was. I mean, those college comics are pretty terrible. Yeah, they're they're pretty dire. Yeah, but I mean, they're college comics. What what do you expect? But, yeah. All right. So so if, if we were going to make a Sinfest cartoon, how would we how would we change it? Okay. Well, let me see. How would you pitch it to the TV execs in the first place? So here's, okay. So, so here's me mm-hmm. standing behind the desk with the cigar in my mouth, like Sinfest. Now, huh? what's it about? Okay. All right. So picture this. Um, first of all, if I were to pitch it, I would say this is um, this is uh, uh, Dante's Inferno meets um, uh, what is it? What is a thing that uh, meets friends? That's what okay. they love, right? Okay. Um, that's a that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's uh, it's the it's the battle for uh, for faith played out with a, a pack of pals that hangs out and never goes to work. Yes. So first of all, okay, here's that. Yeah, it's a. So this is the Sinfest Coffee Shop AU. Okay. Yes. Um, what I would do first of all is I would eliminate a lot of what's in Sinfest. Yeah. Um, I would first of all cut it off off the entire last few years. Nothing to do with any of this. Uh, you know uh, this fucking the 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 gender church or the woke man or the communist care bears or or the QAnon shaman. You know all that stuff. Get rid of it. Get rid of the Sam and Liberty plotline, which is uh, which we have not mentioned at all because this is the worst thing. Yes. Should, oh god. Should, should, Okay, quickly for those who don't know what we're talking about, um, Sam is Uncle Sam and Liberty is Lady Liberty. And, you know, you've probably seen them in, in political cartoons, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they they appear in this. Uh, first, they appeared occasionally kind of like little political cartoons, right? But the concept was they were like a married couple. And then it got weird because... Tats became obsessed with porn addiction, and so there was this continuing storyline where Sam was addicted to porn, and it destroyed their relationship, and it's sometimes used as a metaphor for American imperialism, but sometimes it literally is just what it is on the tin. It's just Sam dealing with porn addiction, and somehow that storyline became insane because it involves uh, Sam, like, they, their marriage broke up, and then Sam got a mecca and flew it around, and several times d- did this, and, and blew everything up, and then eventually got, like, turned into a baby for no reason, and then the devil kidnapped him, and uh, kept him, and, and, and I guess was, like, giving him pills that he made, and he was forcing everyone in the country to be woke it, 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 it get rid of that none of that none of that yeah well, none of that well so none of that unless remember we're doing a holiday special here oh okay so if we're doing the fourth of july uh sin fest like maybe you have uh you know what okay yeah have them sam, sam and liberty can can have a breakup in this one but not about porn you know no. Should be. It should be about something fun. Probably about like, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, it's because uh, Sam. Here, here's what it is. The Fourth of July special. Sam declares that fireworks are illegal because America keeps banning fireworks, and Lady Liberty is like, children should be allowed to play with with firecrackers because that's the American dream, and that's why they break up. And then our heroes, our usual cast, has to like get them back together. That's what I would do for a Sinfest Fourth of July special. Nice and fluffy, you know. Yeah. None of this actual, not no actual political commentary, because nobody wants that, especially not a Fourth of July. Then we'd feel bad. 
I had one idea with a little bit of political commentary. We we keep the we almost keep the porn storyline, but instead of uh, but instead of watching watching women degrade themselves on this computer screen, he likes to watch videos of fireworks. And this is oh, actually, yeah. And this is like a commentary on how we how we wage war from from our armchairs by watching the fireworks on TV on CNN. Oh, actually, I like it because it's it's actually kind of subtle. Un- unlike Sinfest in real life. So he's so he's all about fireworks as long as he doesn't have to be involved. Ah, okay. No, I think that actually that that's that's good. That's pretty good. Um, so that's so kind of, that's our. I think that should be our A plot. But then our B plot is our main characters, Slick, Squiggly, and Monique. I guess did I miss anyone? Uh, they're the, the core cast. They're the core cast. Okay. They've, okay. They've got, they've got like a, uh, like a, they're doing some, some sort of wacky thing. Like, you know, those, those things when a church is selling, uh, selling fireworks on the side of the road for, uh, to raise money. And so they've got one of those. And so we can have gags with them as they're, and that's kind of the B plot, but eventually uh, the fireworks, the fireworks come home and it all ends up in Sam and Liberty's yard. <laughs> oh, how ironic. And, Bringing the uh, war back home. Yep. Yeah, and she's, and uh, he's, a, he's running out trying to save her, but uh, the whole, the whole yard is blowing up. And so, you know, so, I mean, he represents the union and she represents, you know, the liberty that it stands for. Right. Am I, is yes. that about right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So the question, so the thing is, yeah, the, you know, liberty would still exist without the United States. In fact, it'd probably be a lot better, but there mm, is, yeah. but, uh, liberty also means, you know, caring for the people who are, who are part of your world. And that means the United States, cause it's not just a geographic location, it's people. So, mm. so she, mm. so he thinks, so he thinks she's in danger. She thinks he's in danger, and they both make some kind of sacrifice to find each other. Uh, meanwhile, the, our 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 trio is getting in trouble and can't uh, stop anything that's ha- that's happening. I don't know. Is there another villain that we could throw in? I guess the devil could show up here. Yeah, I mean the devil's the, the devil is the main villain. There's like a bunch of like uh, other secondary villains. Like there's the uh, there's the pimp. Yeah, <laughs> who's the pimp. Uh, there's also the 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 woke pimp. <laughs> who's a, who's are they a not different the same pimp? person? I thought they were the same. <laughs> I thought they were too, but no. Apparently, they are different characters. Um, and then there's also the then there's the uh, the, the the okay. It's because the, the the pimp and also both the pimp and the woke pimp are also preachers who preach in churches, different church, possibly the same church, maybe different churches. It's unclear. Uh, because there's like a there's like a sex work church, and then there's a woke church later on, and then after that there's like a science church where like a plague doctor holds holds uh, services, mm. and um, that may also be the same church as well. Uh, you know, it's 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 very clear. Um, but L- Tats really loves that church imagery. Wonder if it's because of that you know whole Christian thing. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean maybe. I was writing about churches today and I had to look up the glossary of what's this part called? What's this part called? <laughs> I didn't know what a sanctuary was until now. Oh, which part is sanctuary? Uh, that's like, I guess that's like the Catholic equivalent of the pulpit. 
Oh, I didn't know there was a special name for it. Yeah, huh. it's the it's the spot where it's the spot where they have the uh, the sacraments. Oh, okay. Well, um, interesting. Um, well, I learned something. Yes, and the so. main body of a cathedral is called a nave, which is kind of funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, nice. Um, well, interesting. Uh, so yeah, so I guess, uh, but yeah, so I think the devil is really the, yeah, I would, I would not use any of these other villains. I think they kind of suck to be honest. What about, yeah, what uh, about little D or little E? Uh, oh yeah. We did not even mention him. So little E, um, he is like a devil fanboy for the first 11 years. He's like this little devil who kind of hangs around and, and the, the main devil finds him kind of annoying and is like, yeah, go away, kid. You bother me. And he's always like, Oh, the devil's my hero. I want to be just like him. Oh, well, you know, like that. It's, yeah. it's like the two, two dogs in the Looney Tunes, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, uh, when, when, uh, Tats goes swerf, this changes and suddenly a little E gets like amnesia, but it turns out that he's like, the, the actual son of the devil, but like who's been for some reason kind of disowned, but uh, apparently now is going to come back into the fold. And most, most uh, of his plot lines after the swerf term are just him being very like, I don't know, kind of like sad. I mean, I guess we're, he's kind of a whoopie at that point, And we're all yeah. supposed to be really sad for this, this poor child. Um, and he hangs out with Tangerine, who is a devil girl, because suddenly there's plant. There's suddenly the world is crawling with devil people in, um, uh, or as we call them in real life, devils. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sinfest is just crawling with them. They're all over the place. Most of them are very sexy too, because you know. Um, Tats likes to have his cake and eat it too. So he draws a lot of like <laughs> sexy, sexy devil girls to decry sexy devil girls. Um, but uh, Tangerine is is one of them. She's kind of this like wacky manic pixie dream girl type devil girl. Mm. Um, uh, and but there's a couple other important ones because there's Absinthe, who is uh, the one who starts dating Monique at some point, um, you know, and um, uh, then there's uh, Fuchsia, who is the one that dates Crimony at one point. Uh, or actually, they're that they continue on there, and there's Baby Blue, who's like the devil's right hand man or woman. So, so there's a bunch of devil girls. Yeah, um, they're all color coded, which is very confusing in a black and white strip. Yes, and they all look the freaking same. In fact, eventually, all the characters look the freaking same except for Slick. Yeah, I mean that's also the thing is I was like, you know what, Tats, you are on the web. I know you're doing this like oh, five, you know, six days a week we have black and white, and then color Sundays. They're, just make it color every day. I mean, what, just do that. You can do that. No one's stopping you. And then you will be able to tell which devil is which, you know? Because <laughs> um, as it is, it's it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I feel like um, the plot line that probably has the most meat in it is some of the devil girl plots. Because um, one of the early things is Fuchsia, who is a, originally an employee of the devil. Uh, she becomes disillusioned because she falls in love with um, Crimony, who is like kind of a little. He's he's another character. I don't know if we mentioned him. He's no, we didn't. He's like a little. God, there's so many he, characters. Jesus. Yeah, he, he she falls in love with. He's like a little like um uh a little guy. Little nerdy he's, guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's a little nerdy he's, guy. Yeah. He's he's non toxic masculinity in the world of Sinfest because he spends most of his time reading. 
So he reads a lot of books. He's very book smart. And Fuchsia kind of falls for him. And she's got a long extended plot where she's trying to work up the courage to leave her dead end job as a devil girl and go live her true life with as a trad wife for criminy mm-hmm. and um and you know th- this this I'm, I'm being very flippant but it's actually kind of a cute plot line and i feel like if i was going to do a sinfest um series that would probably be the continuing that would be the uh who are leela's parents type background continuing mm-hmm. arc of the series would be fuchsia and uh trying to, working up the uh you know the gumption to to yeah. leave um uh the devil and um so let's say let's say that we're doing three specials we don't i think okay. sinfest deserves at least as good as kathy in that respect yeah. so if so if we did a second one after the fourth of july that i guess is introducing everyone and oh oh i was gonna say we should have little e in that one and he's the one that actually accidentally sets the whole fireworks booth outside the house on fire Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 fits. I think that'd be good. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be just like you, Dad. See, I can, I can do the thing where I uh, sort of scratch my thumb and it makes a fire come out. Uh oh. I think we're agreeing in all these specials we're doing with the early Sinfest Devil. Yeah, you know, the much. one who's actually fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, well, I mean, maybe these first two, but I think I want to see, I want to see a progression of his mindset through these three specials. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, what would, what other, what I feel like, um, but what other specials should we do? I, I kind of okay. feel like they're pro. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's hear it. So you've got the, yeah, you've got the 4th of July one that introduces our main plot, our main characters and the whole idea of, uh, of Sam and Liberty as their, as their kind of, I guess, mom friends who try to keep them out of trouble, but can't keep themselves out of trouble at the same time. And then there's mm-hmm. the devil trying to get her, trying to make trouble for everyone. And we should probably uh, introduce the idea of like, oh, how about this? if there's like a block and like all of the gods and goddesses live on this block so we can like have the, the dragon mowing his lawn and uh, the we can have Buddha coming yeah. out to pick up a paper, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that 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 fits. I think there'll be a lot of good gags in that. Yeah, I think that, you know, I've. All this time, I felt like Sinfest didn't know what it was, but that's the closest thing to what it would be. Yeah, like that is, you know, that is a big problem with it is there's no there there, you Mm -hmm. know, and especially because I kind of see like with Jesus and Buddha and the devil, like there's a theme, thematic congruence there. But then you have Slick and Monique and Squiggly and Criminy who are just kind of randos. Yeah, and who are they in this in this big world? Are they are they our representat- representations of Adam and Eve? Oh, oh, you know, um, kind of an interesting take if we assume that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. What if we assume that the looking crime mini are, are are Adam and Eve? You know. Um, and uh, so there's like they're they're in the this just takes place in the Garden of Eden, literally, and which would also give us a good reason to have Squiggly, the talking pig in there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and uh, you could have uh, and then like so you would occasionally you would have some plot lines taking place down in the garden and then you would you would snap back up into like the clouds where you have the God neighborhood going on, you know, yeah. and it uh, takes place yeah. in Eden Park. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. See, this is per- this is brilliant. <laughs> um, it does add. It also adds a lot more when you're like have. Um, oh, th- 
when when we have uh uh hmm okay but if if slick and um uh monique or adam and eve i'm gonna say like criminy is is gonna be a you know what let's make criminy some other uh just make him an angel say okay. he's an angel i was you know? gonna say he's, that he was like the equivalent of i mean since he gets since he gets seduced by a devil maybe he's Cain. oh yeah yeah that would that would kind of work. Well, then you need an Abel, though. Yeah, we don't have an Abel. Yeah. Actually, I like the idea of him being a, an angel seduced by a devil. I think oh, okay. that's a really yeah. kind of cute plot line. Because, yeah. like, he okay, he's the angel. God is like, go down there and, like, make sure the Slick and Monique don't, like, get in any trouble. And he's like, okay, y'all, you sure, Mr. Gosh? You know, and he's just down there. He's okay. like, now that I'm all... Now that I'm away from God, I can do all my reading, you know, I don't know, read some, uh, I don't know, Paradise Lost or something. I don't know what <laughs> books you'd be reading. And then like, and then the devil is like, Fuchsia, go up there and cause some trouble. But like, she goes up there and she's like, oh no, this, uh, this book reading angel, oh my God, no, he's hot, you know? And uh, so that could be like, you know, how that plot gets set in motion. And oh, meanwhile- is he in the skies in this? Are you giving him the, uh, are we fusing him with the actual little angel guy that we see walking around or would he be like d dressed up and puts away his halo? So he looks like a normal person. And then Fuchsia I mean, I would be like putting away her horn. So she would look normal. So neither of them would know the other was a de devil or angel. Oh, you know what? I kind of like that idea. Like it could be revealed eventually what they are, but at first, you know, they just think, they're just in there like, oh, that's weird. I thought there was only like these two humans. Well, I guess, I guess there's more, you know, because <laughs> um, I mean, it's like, you know, it could be with God just magic magics them out of the ground. So it's yeah. not like he couldn't just make more, you know? Yeah, we occasionally uh, see go see the God puppet and he creates a new person. And it's like, this is my new one. What do you think? I'm the I'm the woke pimp. Hello, people. I'm the woke pimp. And then the woke pimp walks out uh, actually uh, embodied embodied by having been puppeted. You know what? Actually, if we think of it this way, all these bizarre characters start to make sense because it's just God being like, look, I'm experimenting now. I'm just trying all I'm trying out all these things. I don't really know what's going to work. So he just starts throwing like, you know, like, oh, what if we what if we put in some Care Bears, you know, yeah. down there, you know, uh, and you could have like some pretty entertaining plot lines. And then at the end of the episode, God just be like, yeah, that didn't work out. We're getting rid of that. OK, you know, <laughs> ba back to back to square one. And then, you know, it kind of all fits together. I like the idea that uh, at the end of the episode, God would tell you the moral like it was He-Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of fun uh, th today with uh, with sex working robots, but in real life, there's nothing funny about sexual exploitation. <laughs> like, I mean that that would be like you know you could bring in like all sorts of like insanity then for just an episode and get rid of it, which is good because then in the actual Sinfest comic web comic. Uh, Tats never lets anything go. So everything just you know, piles on and on and on. And it gets more and more, you know, um, unwieldy because you have to keep remembering all this very stupid world building he's doing. <laughs> like when the fembots appear and at first they are like the fembots are these robot sex workers that, that, that become a major part of the, the, the comic. And, um, you know, the, the point is that like, oh, they're actually like, uh like sentient so it's it's bad to like exploit them except they're not really sentient but they can become sentient i think yeah. and 
And that's like a big plot line for like, you know, uh, a few years between 2011, and 2019. But then in 2019, uh, it, it turns out that they can become woke and then it's okay to kill them. You can just, <laughs> he just starts killing them. They just get killed and it's fine, apparently. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So, so, uh, it, anyway, that, that's Tats, Tats, uh, feminism. Um, yeah. but, We're but leave also, that out. Yeah, we're going to leave that out. But now that I think about it, uh, now that we've established there is a god neighborhood and everything, um, that also means that Hikate can be a character in this, too. Like, she would fit in there, you know? Because she is in the comic. We didn't mention her, but, like, she's kind of useless in the comic, so we would have to come up with an actual personality for her, you know? Maybe she's, like, the... I don't know. God's trying to impress her the same way that Slick is trying to impress Monique as above. So below, you oh, know, I like that idea. Yeah. So we have the, so we have the God neighborhood and, uh, and everyone, people, people go about their lives in the God neighborhood and they all, they all sort of admire, they admire the world of Eden Park that uh, Sinfest takes place in, in the same way that if you had a neighbor with a really fantastic garden with like a tr- model train going through it, you know, mm. you know, he wants you to admire it, but at the same time, he doesn't want you messing with it. But and most of the and most of his neighbors, Buddha, the dragon, they're uh, they are respectful, but uh, but the devil keeps trying to mess it up for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because he's jealous. He's got like, uh, you know, yeah. they're they're in the they're in the garden club together, and they're competing. <laughs> he can't create. He can only mock. So yeah, uh... <laughs> um, yeah. Um, actually, I, I I really like this concept. Um, I feel like um, the, yeah, the devil. Uh, he can have because uh, uh, because. I think I feel like he should be with should have blue with him. Like yeah, blue would yeah. probably be a good character to keep. The devil and um, blue, and you know, should there be a will they or won't they with them, or is she just you know an an extension of him in the same way that God's puppets are extensions of him? I, I think it should be a will they won't they. I think mm-hmm. that make this you know um, so like she's you know again she's interested in him, but he's like too busy like plotting about like you know to bring god down to even notice so it'll be very funny you know it'll be like the nanny um, i have a uh, i have a joke going on where the devil is just looking looking down at uh at the at the park at the eden area and just being like you know he thinks he's so great i could do something like this watch me i'm gonna do something just like this and we cut to him in a room full of tv screens that completely recreate the park see just like it Oh, uh, you know, I also think we uh, we should have pl- there should be lots of plots and plot lines where uh, little E, which we'll just say it's his kid, his annoying little kid in this is like, was like, dad, 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 send me down to do something. Send me down. All right, fine. Go down there. Don't mess it up this time. You know, um, <laughs> um, and then, you know, the and, and of course, I feel like the, the final episode of the whole series uh, when we get canceled, that's going to be the one where they eat the apple. You know, that that's going to end the series. Yeah, they eat the apple and that gets all of the crazy shit let loose. It's going to be just like the scene in uh, in the adventures of Mark Twain, where we see the what happens during the fall of Eden and everything just crumbles. And suddenly the giant robots are there and they're slugging it out. And uh, <laughs> and there's the and there's the pimp bot and the and the uh, Sam bot. And uh, there's. And oh, and that's when we have the whole thing with the years with uh, 
you know, suddenly all of these years have come to an end at once and the Grim Reaper is chasing them and pulling them, putting them in a bag. Oh, yeah. You know what? I just realized the Grim Reaper, he's also kind of a minor character in Sinfest. Yeah. Um, he, he mostly just appears at the end of the year to, like, kill the, the year. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he could be not, he would be a minor recurring character. And his main thing is just that he's like, feels kind of useless. Cause it's like, well, no, there's no death in the world yet. Come on. <laughs> when am I going to get my time? Come on, come on. When's it going to be a uh, grim reaper's time to shine, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, he, he could probably like be, have some entertaining bits with him too. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I actually think that like when you you kind of put it into the uh, you, you really lean into the um, uh, the, the the biblical uh, bit, this 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 whole thing holds together a little better. Yeah, the idea that Monique and uh, Slick are by their nature sinful, but they don't know what sin is yet, so it can't hurt them. So yeah, they're, yeah. So they're they're gross. They're misogynistic. They're uh, they're chauvinists. They. They like being tramps, but at the same time, they don't know right from wrong, so it's not their problem. Yeah, so so they remain lovable throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we haven't found any real use for Squiggly. I guess he's just there. Like, we, yeah, what, I'm sure. Could we do a story yeah. around Squiggly? Could we do a story about? Oh, maybe it. Oh, maybe it's uh, Squiggly's uh, uh, curiosity about gender that leads to the biting into the apple in the first place. Oh yeah, there could be, you know, um, I think like for, I think Squiggly would, of course, you'd have him there as the, the confidant So Slick would have someone to talk to, you yes. know? Um, so he's necessary for that. And like, yeah, I think that like have giving him gives, yeah, Squig- Squiggly's gender bending, I think is like one of the most charming things about the actual comic. So I think it would be good to bring that into the, uh, the series as well. I yeah, mean, make especially interesting. Make it a thing he does, even if it's not part of the story, you know, like Bugs Bunny showing up in a dress. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like, um, did we even mention that that was a thing in the comic? I can't remember. I think we did. Maybe we did in the, uh, in the, uh, false start. Oh yeah. Well, it's a thing that happened in the comic, at least up until the turf turn. Then, then Tats kind of forgets about it. So yeah, he was really um, okay with the way uh, Squiggly was experimenting with gender nonconformity, and then he wasn't. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, he got turf brain. Mm. Um, anyway, man, but like, it's too bad that like uh, he's had twenty-two years to like refine the strip, and uh, we did it in an hour. Yep, not even an hour. We talked about it for forty minutes, and then did this in twenty. Um, but you said that we should have three holiday specials. So what three holidays. You get- okay. So the first one is the uh, 4th of July special, which establishes, right. you know, the idea of these characters living on this strange block. And then the second one I think should be the one where we introduce the idea of this being the land, you know, the Eden neighborhood. And then we have the, the land of gods and everyone's like, Ooh, ah, God, this, this little neighborhood you've made is so, so beautiful. And, but I'm not sure what, uh, you know, what, what holiday would you attach that to? Um, well, let's see. So, um, <clears throat> well, I guess, I, I guess you could do a new year's. I mean, that kind of yeah, fits cause there's the so year's much is of very that appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that this uh, was the same, that they use the same plot in Sinfest as was supposed to be the, uh, the proposed new year special featuring the Anytown characters. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. Aren't Yeah. Um, Wow, I can't wait for Sinfest's Gift of Winter. 
Um, I actually feel though, um, I mean, New Year's is a good choice, but I also feel like Valentine's Day is kind of a natural choice because so much of this is going to be about love and relationships. Yeah. So let's make it a Valentine's Day special that's, yeah, let's do a Valentine's Day special that focuses on uh, Criminy and uh, Fuchsia. Yeah. So I think that would be, you know, there. Uh, you know, here, Valentine's Day special, it's because um, you know, this is the neighborhood. This is the God neighborhood. And it is, uh, it's, you know, time hasn't started yet. Maybe God is like, Hey, I've, I came up with this great idea for a day. It's called Valentine's day. It's a holiday. You know, it's this thing that we're going to do. We're going to try to run this experiment down in, um, you know, in, in the garden to see how, it, how it goes over, you know? Um, and he says and, all this uh, through us, through a puppet representing St. Valentine. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and, and you know, and of course, pe- uh, and the devil's like, well, this is stupid. What an idea. St. Valentine's, St. Valentine hasn't even been born yet. You can't do this. <laughs> You're getting time all out of order, you know, or something like that. And, um, and of course, you know, God is doing this all as a plot because he is trying to, you know, uh, get with Hikate. So that's <laughs> his real, his, that's his real uh, angle in this game. But of course, at the same time, back on Earth in the Garden, you know, this dictate has come down from God that it's Valentine's Day. So um, now everyone has to figure out what romance is. And, uh, you know, uh, probably Slick is going to be like, Squiggly, what's romance? And Squiggly's going to be like, I don't know, like, you know, something very chauvinistic. And so Slick is going to try and do it on Monique and completely fail uh, as one of the plots. And then uh, the other plot is going to be the fuchsia crime anything. This is the one where they kind of start being an item. Um, yeah, and or, we and we should uh, touch in on uh, Sam and Liberty and about how you know to you know a relationship is something you have to work at. Yeah, I feel like Sam and Liberty, so they should live in the God neighborhood, right? Oh, oh yeah, you're right. But then I guess yeah. Okay, we're gonna. That makes more sense for them to be there, doesn't it? But yeah, you know, I just realized, Ethan, didn't you have? Uh, this is almost becoming like your idea for Red Letter Days. A little bit, huh? Yeah, not not entirely, but pretty close. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the idea of that uh, holiday figures, but it's not holiday figures. It's more like personifications in this case. Yeah, yeah. So it's just um, all the abstractions, you know, are, are up. Th- it is very fun. It's very, I feel like it should be lampshaded when like Sam is doing stuff. They'll be like, oh, hey, it's the concept of America, which isn't a thing yet, you know. <laughs> and, but, well, you know, Sam could be like. Well, I mean, there's no time. So it already yeah. happened and yet it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and Sam's like, yeah, I'm not yet, but I'm going to be big. Just wait. It will have happened someday. <laughs> yeah, just, just wait <laughs> 2,000 years, and then it's going to be big. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so Sam and Liberty uh, have check in on them. Um, do you think they would have a whole plot, or would they just have, like, a cutaway gag? I think they just have a cutaway gag because they were the, kind of the main characters of the first one. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think also like it's a good thing to bring in some uh, some devil and, and blue should have a couple gags too. That yeah, yeah. you know, not like not like a whole plot, just like you know, she's blues all like, what's this new thing? Uh, it's and devil's like, yeah, it's some stupid thing God love called Valentine's Day. It's so dumb, I hate it. And she can be all like, oh well, you know, I just think it's very interesting or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, and she's like, oh, it's really that dumb. Oh well, I agree with you. It must be terrible and the devil kind of awkwardly hides the uh, box of chocolates he got for her. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm really, I'm, you know what? Technically when you think about it, 
We've, we could just Nothing's make this. Nothing's stopping us. Yeah, I mean, all uh, we have to I do mean, is this... replace replace Monique and uh, replace Monique and and Slick with the actual Adam and Eve. Replace Squiggly with the snake. Yeah, <laughs> and this is, which even makes better because Squiggly's a great snake name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. So uh, Tatsuya and Shida do not listen to this episode. <laughs> do not steal our idea. <laughs> You know, sorry, sorry, we uh, fixed your twenty-year project in the space of an hour. Yeah, you know well, you, you know, had you had your chance. Yeah, man, I can't believe I can't believe all all those uh, all those clicks are wasted on him. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, if only if only life and lecture had become uh, huge instead of sinfest, <laughs> then we could then we could be like actually getting this uh, this. This is the television deal. Ah, uh, well, that's, that's such a such as life. Yeah. Um, uh, did we decide uh, what the third special was going to be? Was it New Year's uh, or? Well, we were we were yeah we we're going to do New Year's with uh, with this, but okay if we're if we're splitting off into our own continuity, then I want to have an alternate New Year's special which completely refutes everything that. Uh, Tots has been uh, pushing in his own comic for the last five years. Nice. <laughs> I would, I would, uh, I would be down for that. But I don't have an idea for it yet. So uh, what does oh, he do? Well, yeah. So what can we? What does he do? And how do we? Uh, how do we counter it? Well, he mostly so every New Year's he has the Grim Reaper chasing the New Year's, um, the old new, the old, the year, old new year, you know, yeah, around. Okay. Uh, it used to be Father Time for many years, but then, uh, then he decided it was like a, a an old lady, and then suddenly it's become this weird year long thing where the 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 where the babe where it's like where where some weird like a hillbilly girl is the new year. It's very yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's this. They're doing this kind of Superman thing where the baby New Year got uh, dropped into this hillbilly family, this incredibly snuffy Smith hillbilly family. Yeah, it's it's very very stupid. <laughs> um but uh so I guess should we do something where like maybe maybe a new year special would be like the new year like god is like hey I got this great new invention. You're going to love it. It's called time. Okay? Check it yeah. out. It's like and and the devil's like all right, well, how's this work? Okay, look, check it out. We're going to have the, every there's going to be things called years. It's when the world goes around the sun and then at the end of the year like the new one starts and they just keep going like that. And devil's like, that sounds pretty stupid. God's <laughs> like, no, shut up. Listen, here's how it's going to, I'm going to make it now. And he makes a new year's baby. Right. But ah. accidentally drops it into the garden and probably like slick and Monique are like, Oh, what's this thing? And it can be like, you can have a whole thing where they're like, Oh, it's a baby. We don't know what they are. We've never made a baby before and probably have some funny thing where like slick is like a baby. Well, don't look at me. I didn't, I not, I didn't make it. <laughs> and Monique can be like, I didn't make it either, you know? And, um, and both then of have them some, look like, at squiggly and be like, you're looking thinner. Oh yeah. There you go. And, uh, the, the plot can be them trying to figure out how to raise a baby, you know? Yeah, um, so it's, and have yeah, lots three, of, yeah, three mortals and a baby, you know, and have some, they'll have plenty of hilarious jokes where they don't know how to raise a baby, you know, because like Slick can do something stupid and Monique is like, so like a man, don't know anything about raising a baby. And you can be like, what do you know? <laughs> you're, 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 you've you never, a baby either. Yeah. You've never even been one. So, 
you know and uh and monique could be like no no i know everything about babies you make them by like making them out of ribs don't you <laughs> that's, that's how it works <laughs> so squiggly goes to the fridge and gets out his uh his ribs from last night and it's like okay where do i start yeah yeah <laughs> you know sticks I mean, a pacifier into them yay i'm yeah. a father <laughs> And, you know, the, the jokes can be like, of course, the baby is growing up really fast. So, like, you know, three days later, they're arguing with the teenager. You know, like, go, go clean your room. You're not the boss of me. Ah! You know, and then eventually, like, you know, the like, I mean, you probably don't want him to die in the actual special because that'd be kind of a downer. I don't know. Maybe just have it at the end be like, I'm leaving the garden to go on my own, man. You can't tell me what to do in leaves. And they're like, oh, they grow up so fast. Oh, you well, know? this one, this is the first one. So she'd be father time or mother time. Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. oh, that's right. That's it's right. The invention so. of time, so you have to have somebody to run time. Yeah, and you, if you want to, I guess we could have the Grim Reaper being like, "Oh, finally, something for me to do." All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and maybe what? in the end, be like, "Yeah," or, or at the end, just have like you know them being like, "Oh, it's so interesting. We invented the concept of time and aging." And then the Grim Reaper just says to Slick, "See you soon." <laughs> Oh, this is good. I uh, I am excited for this special. <laughs> yeah, man, this is this is so good. I hope no one no one listening steal this idea unless you're like a studio mogul or uh, then yeah. then yeah don't don't steal then it. Don't Just steal it. Yeah, give us money. Yeah, please five million dollars each, please. Yeah, uh, it's too bad all these characters are public domain because <laughs> then anyone can pretty much yeah. steal it. I guess. Yeah, uh, can, you know. Fi- you could you could start your own fincest or whatever. Oh jeez, I just realized the name is a is like an anagram for incest. Oh shit. <laughs> just uh yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He does like sending co- he he is he's a conspiracy guy. He said like sending coded messages. So, yeah. you know, I feel like you could just be like synfest. What is he really trying to tell us? Um well, if you take the s off it becomes infest. Oh, think about it. it. I am. Nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> He's secretly a termite. That's what he doesn't want anyone <laughs> to know. <laughs> All right. So we have now had three three specials. So um, I guess we're about an hour in. So we yeah, say anything else about Sinfest? Or? Well, I feel like, you know, I feel like I never understood Sinfest until we started fixing it ourselves. You know, that's an interesting reflection on how we engage with this media that we're given. I mean, if, I mean, I'm not a fan, but we just kind of wrote a fanfic and I think we have a better appreciation for it now, now that we know what's right and what's wrong about it. Yeah, we're right. That's, that's the way it works. (laughs) We're right. You're wrong. (laughs) All right. Um, well, I guess I guess uh, now that Sinfest is fixed, it can finally get on television. Yes, um, you know he never got that uh, he never got that uh, syndication deal. But maybe if he followed our advice, mm-hmm. maybe t- life would have uh, worked out differently. Yeah, and also, apparently, there's a large group of people who uh, do uh, Sinfest edits that are like spite edits that change everything around. Okay. I, I challenge you, spite editors, re- recreate one of the uh, specials that we've done in strips. See how few actual strips just with just the text edited it would take to tell one of these Sinfest stories we wrote. Yeah, get on it, Reddit, or yeah. whoever is doing that. I'm actually not sure who is, but, you know, 
Yeah, you ever notice that Reddit is also a anagram for re-edit? Jeez, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all anagrams, people. Do you ever notice that incomprehensible is an anagram for problem in Chinese? Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you ever wow. notice that mother-in-law is an anagram for woman Hitler? Whoa. You know, you're, you're blowing my mind, man. <laughs> You ever notice that opus is an anagram for soup? Oh, actually, I do remember that one. <laughs> uh, he had to make up make up the name Boom because there's no anagram for gumbo. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess is that. I guess that's it for Sinfest. That's yes, yeah, the end of his Sinfest, but it's not the end of ours. Come back every week and hear us sin and sin and sin. <laughs> Infest. <laughs> a very terrible festival. <laughs>